Girlfriend's Couch, a podcast for black women, about black women, and by black women, where no subject is taboo, and magic is welcome and used. So come on in and have a seat, because the Girlfriend's Couch is on right now. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Girlfriend's Couch. This is your co-host, Goddess MC, and I'm sitting here with my girlfriend, my sister, and my G, Mystic Aki. What it do, boo? What's going on? How are you today? I am lovely. How are you? I'm well. I'm glad that we are uh, sitting face to face (laughs) and recording again, (laughs) hence the the enhancement of the sound quality. Yes, yes. We can finally see each other and record. So that's that's nice. That's absolutely nice. And we thank y'all for being patient with us while Mm -hmm. we got it together Mm -hmm. and for your continued uh, loyalty as being listeners of the Girlfriend's Couch. So today... Today, 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 we're going to talk about um, uh, the connections between women mm-hmm. and specifically um, under the lens of what happens when it goes left and like you really don't know why mm-hmm. uh, your your friendship or your relationship with another woman goes left. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's talk about how uh, this topic came about. Uh, I am an avid fan of, in, of the show Insecure, mm-hmm. um, written and directed by Issa Rae. Mm-hmm. I think, just think that she's super dope. And I love the fact that uh, Black women are portrayed in just a variety of lights mm-hmm. in that series, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so this past season, uh, if you're keeping up with the show, and I'll just br- provide you with a real, real, real brief synopsis. Um, Issa and Molly are best friends on the show, Mm -hmm. but this season, their friendship was really like going through some challenges. Mm -hmm. Um, it was very, very strange. So I was catching, I was watching it every Sunday to make sure that she got her ratings because that's important. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but I was either always falling asleep or I was busy doing something else. So when HBO started playing the entire season after the series after uh, the season finale, they mm-hmm. played the entire season um, as a marathon. So back to back, I was able to sit down and watch the entire season in its entirety, and I kind of saw this breakdown of Issa and Molly's relationship. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what I realized was that Issa was really, really fighting for the relationship. Mm-hmm. She um, suggested that they go to therapy. Mm-hmm. She uh, she reached out first. Mm-hmm say, you know, hey, can we go to lunch? Mm-hmm. She did kind of like think through some things because mm-hmm. I saw, you saw where she needed Molly's uh, help for uh, something that she was getting ready to do. Mm-hmm. And she kind of thoughtful, paused the movie for a minute and mm-hmm. said, you know, okay, she's really going to look at like, you know, I'm being needy again. I'm only reaching out to her because I need something. So she didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it came down to one of the last episodes, Molly uh, told Issa like maybe who you are and who I am now like maybe they just don't go mm-hmm. and even though it was sad to see the demise of this relationship mm-hmm. um, because it's obvious that they love each other they got mm-hmm. love for one another I was just like no the only thing that changed in you all's relationship was that your girl came up mm. she started mm. doing better for herself mm. 
she was being consistent. Mm-hmm. She made some improvements in her life and mm-hmm. she was starting to have a glow up. Mm-hmm. And that just made me think about, you know, how many times have we as women had connections with other women mm-hmm. and you believe that they're pure, you believe that they're genuine, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it's a relationship that you really enjoy, mm-hmm. but it falls apart and you don't ever know why it falls apart. It's just like all of a sudden, or you don't know why. You so okay, so we've all been there. We've all had this happen. I personally have had this happen with a former best friend over the past what's this 2020? So this probably happened in about 2016, 2017. Um it was very abrupt. Mm-hmm. Um we went on a vacation together, talking, and came back not talking. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. So, and instead of her, like, looking back on it, I probably said something to her. Because I'm that friend that I'm not just going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need You're to hear. You're not a yes man. And You're exactly, an actual friend. I'm an actual <laughs> friend. And I, I appreciate that, too. Not, not to, like to my own horn and everything, but I'm just one of those kind of people, like, if it's, I I can take constructive criticism. If it's some shit that's going to help me grow, then Mm -hmm. bring it. Because if you're telling me this, I know that you're telling me, and it it depends on how you're telling me. If you're coming with some jab type shit, (laughs) some sneaky tip shit, then I'm going to be like, hey, bitch, hey, 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 oh, 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 what you doing? But, um, it depends on how it's delivered. If it's, you know, delivered in a loving, constructive way or a way that I'm saying, hey, you know, you got to get this together before mm-hmm. your detriment, I care about you, mm-hmm. then I'm going to take that and I'm going to look at that, not from a, a feeling uh, or not from a place of feelings and emotion, which is a episode we talked about mm-hmm. previously, but from a God self, from a person who wants to do better. Right. So, um, Instead of her really talking to me about how she felt, she just stopped talking. And I was the one who was reaching out. I sent her flowers. Like, hey, we better than this. Like, I haven't talked to you. You know, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Like, we better than this. Never returned anything. Finally, she said, yeah, I got your stuff. I don't want to talk. At that point, I was like, deuces, bitch. Well, <laughs> well, 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 there it is. at the end of the day, and it was, it was very, it was very painful for me. It wasn't something I was just like, okay, deuces, like, don't get it twisted. Because this was a friendship that I had had for numerous years. You know, this was somebody who. Wait a minute, hold up. You still like, don't know why? I know why she got oh. offended because oh, okay. of something that I said to her that was meant to help her be better okay. and when it's a, she 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 her ego that shit landed on her shoulders and mm. instead of her looking at it from the standpoint of okay listen this person has never been against me this person has always supported me this a motherfucker that if i call in the middle of the night get up what what what's popping what's going on what we need to do so of course i'm not if I if I've been throwing shade at you, that's something different. Right. All right. But if right. you've never felt that vibe from me, if you've never felt that from me, if you've always seen that I've been supportive of you, supportive of whatever the hell you got going on, then you should look at that. It was almost like 
she was looking for a reason. You know what I'm saying? She was looking for a reason to just be like, oh, I'm done. Gotcha. And I honestly think... Been there, done that before. <laughs> and I honestly think it was that same situation because, like, I was I was blowing up a little bit. You know what mm. I'm saying? I was blowing up. I had just, like, finished, like, going back to school, getting another degree, something that she and I had both talked about doing together, mm. stuff like that. And I think that was just kind of, like, a little bit of... You so, know, well, let me ask you something. Little jealousy, maybe a little bit of. You said that it was. It, it, you said that it was abrupt, right? Mm-hmm. But looking back on it now, mm-hmm. that you've matured a bit, you mm-hmm. know, you, mm-hmm. you know, you've grown a little bit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Were there red flags? I mean, were there like signs that this is the way it was going? There were red flags for me in seeing how there was becoming a difference in how we both operated in things. Right. For instance, like um, our parenting styles. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm never one to judge how people parent their own children. Um, but I just noticed like some things that she, the way that she would talk to her child, I would be like, damn, like really abrasive. Like it was just some things that would get under my skin a little bit, but I was mm-hmm. like, mm. and then there were things like, and it's funny that you say this because like w- when we talking about this, this episode or this show, um with Issa um it's so funny that like some of the attributes of Molly were some of the attributes of my former friend like Mm -hmm. Issa you know still like doing a relationship thing even though her relationship wasn't stable or whatever she Mm -hmm. was figuring it out she still had a relationship Mm -hmm. whereas Molly had all of the appearance of success she had checked all the boxes checked all the boxes right. you know she was a sorority girl she was the lawyer she was the one with the expensive apartment and the sports nice car, car and all of right. that stuff and like the one thing that she didn't have Issa had which was the dude and I kind of noticed like over the years like my former friend would kind of make kind of little comments about my my relationship like mm-hmm. well you got somebody real stuff like that and i would be like and i want you to have somebody like yeah but you got to pay attention to stuff like that because it's yeah. always those little those yeah little, looking little back sight. on it looking back <laughs> on it now looking back on it now i could be like yeah it was some little slight slight little things there like when yeah. i got done with school it was like i had more options um, because I, I had another degree. So mm-hmm. it was like, I wasn't, you know, I had more options to do other things in my mm-hmm. career. And it would be like, yeah. Oh, cause you, cause you finished, you could do that. And I would be like, okay. <laughs> like we both, we both want to do it together. Like I told you, come on. <laughs> so yeah, looking back, I can see some things. So you're right. It wasn't really at the time, it seemed abrupt for me because mm. it was painful mm. and I was going through it. But looking back on it, I could see where there were instances and I was like, yeah, this probably was coming. Because we were growing apart. I could just see like we were growing apart because it was just like some of the things that were interesting for her were no longer interesting for me. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like, um, I don't know. Sometimes it's, it's, it can be kind of weird, like being a married woman with single friends mm-hmm. and vice mm-hmm. versa, I'm sure, mm-hmm. because 
I have somebody that I'm accountable to. So mm -hmm. I can't just get up and meet you at the bar at whatever on, on, on a Wednesday. Like I have this, this, and this going on. I have a mm -hmm. spouse. I have children, those kind of things. So I kind of seen where some drifts was coming. Mm -hmm. I'm like, mm, you know, that's just because we got, you know, some separate interests. But it probably was leading up to that. And that was just like the start about the camel's back type of thing. Right. It was like, oh, this shit's a rap dog. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so interesting. Um, like, when these things fall apart or whatever, mm -hmm. um, how, like what I said, that you see the red, that you notice the red flags, like, after the fact. Mm -hmm. But, you know, part of that catch-22 about being a woman and being a nurturer, you know, all that good stuff is that you want to see the good in people. Yep. And especially, like, you know, again, we always talk about, our signs, you know, being Pisces, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. we're sensitive like that, mm -hmm. <laughs> like that. And you know what? Like, genuinely, I'm just a person who I'm just one of those women. I've never been OK with being like, I don't get along with other women. Like, right. that's just so not me. Right. Like, right. I'm that woman that prides herself in encouraging other women mm -hmm. who like who love to see other women do well, who mm -hmm. love to have genuine relationships with other women, with mm -hmm. good women, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, that was also painful for me because I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I call myself being a good friend, being a good person, like, and it, and it caused me to go, of course, and, and I've stated this several times, whenever there is something going on, I'm the one who pauses the movie and say, hold on, what part did you play in this movie? Right. What was your role during this? Clip? That was going to be my next question was like, you know, look, <clears throat> you know, in hindsight is always 2020. Mm -hmm. Like when you were being self-reflective about mm -hmm. whatever happened. Mm -hmm. um, um, did when you I see look back, your, your I look role? back and I said, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't have said what you said. Maybe, you know, really? I did. I did. And the reason that why surprises was because me about you. Because <laughs> I just let the shit fly. But I look back on it and I was like, well, maybe you shouldn't have said what you said because, you know, everybody doesn't need to hear your opinion. True. And that was True. the thing about me. I can be very vocal about my opinion. And I said, you know. True. May, everybody doesn't want to be ha hear your opinion and you. I had to look at myself and say, you can have a tendency from time to time to be mothering to people who don't fucking want to be mothered. Damn, y'all hear that growth? Y'all, do y'all hear that growth? <laughs> do y'all hear that growth? It take a strong motherfucker to be self-reflective. No, for, for a woman to say that, you know what I'm saying? For mm -hmm. us to be just say, you know what, here's where you're, here's where I'm fucked up at. Mm -hmm. You know, this is and my flaw. I had flaw. to take that. I yep. had to take that. I had to say, like, who the fuck are you? And, and this was so funny because wow. as I That's am powerful. going through the motions of a death of a, of, of what was a best friend, this wasn't just a friendship. This was my best friend. This was a person who, you know, I talked to all the time. We worked together. We traveled together. All of that. I had to sit back and say, okay, and this again was when I say, I had to pause the movie and say, okay, now, did you have to say that? Is there a better way that you could have said it? And on top of that, who gave you the right to feel like you have to interject your opinion into people's lives? No one gave you that right. 
that title that you have as a best friend doesn't necessarily negate that you are able to just tell people every fucking thing and tell them who the fuck what the fuck they should be doing and guess what what the fuck you think might be right for them may not be right for them them. may not be right you see why i love this sister right here for somebody to just break that down upon themselves right you know what i'm saying that requires growth that requires some heavy self-reflection and i have to take that i had honesty i did i had to take that i had to sit with it um, because it's easy when things happen in relationships for you to just look at the other person. Right. You know, to yeah, she didn't return finger. my phone calls. Yeah, she ignored I sent her flowers. But at the end of the day, like, it wasn't just her. Yep. It's two people. It was, it's two people. It's, it, we, two, it's two people to dance. Yep. And what part did I play in that dance and how it ended? Yeah. And so I said, you know, okay, so now that went, made me go within and start looking at myself because... I know that that can come off sometimes when you are telling people, you know, you may be coming from a source of wanting um, to help people or to assist people, but it can come off as very judgmental. It can Mm -hmm. come off as very pushy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I had to go within myself and I had to cut that ego out. Like, because some people would be, but I was telling her right. And y'all know I'm right. And she full of, and I had to say, well, I may have been telling her right, but because I was telling her right doesn't mean she wanted to fucking hear it. Don't mean doesn't it was mean right she for was her, right for at, her yep, at the time. At that time. And mm-hmm. I had to come with the fact that it wasn't just her that played a demise in the relationship. It was me. And you know what else this puts me in the mind of? Um, <laughs> I read something. Um, I was reading something. Um, probably like an article or something a couple of months ago. And what was interesting is that it it said, you know what? Everybody has a different version of you than what mm-hmm. you think it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So how you see yourself mm-hmm. to yourself is one version of you. But that's the only version that you know. But everybody yeah. else has a different type of version. And they're saying, you'll be surprised of how people think of you mm-hmm. or whatever. Not that and it matters to me. I'm not, just no, not that, <laughs> no, not that it matters, but even it, yeah, but... in that situation or whatever, however she was viewing you mm-hmm. was obviously vastly different. It was how who, she was viewing she, me as who the fuck this bitch thinks she is. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. But that, but that was, she was saying that in that moment. Mm-hmm. But, her scope of you, her perspective of you was completely different than what you thought it was. Mm. And that's why she took it like that. And that's wow. I that's never why thought she of took it from it like that perspective. That. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. So that's why, like, I always say, I don't care what the relationship is. Communication is essential. Mm-hmm. Um, now I I I had a similar situation. It and this went on for years. For years. It was a chick I met in high school when I first moved to Mississippi. And we became really good friends very mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and we shared a lot of similar interests. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this. As far as red flags are concerned, I didn't see any. Mm-hmm. But the people around me mm-hmm. saw it. Mm-hmm. And even when we were young, and mm-hmm. we had relation, we had a, a friendship that lasted from high school to college to she was in my, my first wedding. Mm-hmm. Um as adults, we were, we were, you know, quote unquote friends mm-hmm. or whatever, but it was always a hot and cold relationship. Okay. Always a hot and cold relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So I guess shit, that should have been red flag number one. Mm-hmm. But my mother will always tell me, that girl is jealous of you. Baby no. And I was just like, <laughs> you know, Baby jealous no. for what? And what we've yes. been talking about was in the scope of a glow up. No, nah, nigga, at the at the at that point in time, I was robbing Peter to pay Paul, and sometimes Peter wasn't available. Most of the time, Peter wasn't available. So I always was just like, what do y'all mean jealous? <laughs> jealous of what? Yeah, because you a person like me. There's, we we are so non, um, we don't do jealousy. We love to see people do well and that and yeah. those type of things. So when, when it said, oh, somebody is jealous, you like jealous of what? What the fuck? Like, what are you jealous? Like, what, what like, could you why? possibly be jealous of? Right. Um, my my kid's father, when I was with him, he would tell me the same thing. He's like, that chick is jealous of you. Like, mm-hmm. why do you hang out with her? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, we cool. Like, we go back, you know, mm-hmm. like four flat tires mm-hmm. or whatever. That That's my girl. But sorry, guys, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> but um, finally, the uh, I, and I can't say that there was like one thing that like blew it up. Mm hmm. For either one of us, but I think I just took a step back mm. and I realized that you know the there was no reciprocation in the relationship. It was all the give, give, give. It was always yeah. give, 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 yeah. and that's when I became self-reflective. Was just like, you know what, bitch, you too nice. Like you are too nice. You give people the benefit of the doubt all the fucking time. All the fucking time. Yep. And. In, the, in that space, that's when I had to learn the lesson of, regardless of how um, genuine my own intentions are, mm-hmm. people will use you. Like, hum- humans? <laughs> and even are the humans? people that you give these titles to. And that's one thing that... Um, they don't give a fuck. I got from that this specific relationship, like... I became very cautious of who I gave the title of a best friend to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I, like I said, because I'm one of those women who prides myself in um, intentionally building relationships and good, solid relationships with other women, um, I, I used to get overly excited, like, when I found a woman with common interests and mm-hmm. somebody I could talk to and mm-hmm. um, somebody I could get along with, because it's like you hear so much of this. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't mess with other women. I don't have relationships with women. I, I, I must my my relationships be with dudes. I re- and so you get that so much. So when you find another woman that's not intimidated, that you know y'all have the same drive, iron sharpens iron. Absolutely. Those types of things. It can be very. Um, new yeah it could be very new it could be very it could be very cool you know what i'm saying and i had yes very refreshing that's what we're looking for and so i had to um start to be more cautious with that because i had to understand that everybody does not have the same idea and concept of what you value as friendship Yeah. yeah um Again, I did some self-reflection, but I also looked at what her reaction was in this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bitch, we've been rolling for a couple years now. Like, you can't just pick up a phone and just call. And, just, and it just really just made me look at and say, 
you know, everybody don't value friendship the way that you do. Everybody doesn't value the things that you value as far as maintaining those, um, maintaining good communication, maintaining um, transparency, maintaining having an understanding, having an understanding, mm-hmm. and also being adult enough. That when some shit fucking goes down, that you can put your girl, your big woman, grown ass woman panties on <laughs> and say, you know what? At the end of the day, if I look at what the pros and the cons are of this relationship, the pros outweigh the cons. Mm. I understand people may, we may not always um, see eye to eye. See eye, to mm. eye. We may not always agree, but at the end of the day, do I know that you down for me? Do I know that um, I can call you and talk to you about anything? You know, I can I can talk to you and my business stays with you. That's a huge one. Um, That's a huge one. Do I, I know that you support me? Do, you, do I know that when I'm wrong that you are going to tell me that I'm wrong? Does the relationship benefit me? Absolutely. And so at the end of the day, it's like, okay, if it's not a mutually beneficial situation, I'm not giving it these fucking titles anymore. I'm just not. Well, I think it even goes like beyond titles or whatever. It's not. If it's, if it's, uh, if it's a situation where it just does not benefit me, then I just put you in your slot. Like I know you, you're my associate. (laughs) <laughs> or whatever Word. you know what I'm saying I, <laughs> but that's about but that's about it mm-hmm. or whatever saying and that don't mean you know I think you a bitch or I think that you a snake or anything like that it's just you over there and <laughs> and that's cool and, and that's we could okay. be associates or whatever mm-hmm. but as far as when it comes to like actual friendship mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um that you know my mother used to tell me that all the time when I was growing up you know, especially in middle school, when you think you got, you know, a all friends. 51 of the people whose phone numbers you got, all everybody's your friend, right? Mm-hmm. Um, But she said, Margina, when it comes down to it, she said, you're going to be able to count your real friends on one hand. And I thought that lady was crazy when she said, I was like, are you crazy? Like, I know, you know, I'm naming about people from fingers and toes or whatever. And she's like, girl, if they feel on one hand, you lucky. Mm-hmm. And she was absolutely mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I'm not, it, this is the thing. I'm cool with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. With, a, with a lot of people. Yeah, I'm cool with and, a lot of and people. I'm, and I know a bunch of dope ass people. But are we friends? Mm-hmm. I can't say necessarily that we are friends. But when it falls apart with a friend, you know, I I feel like because we're older now and because the pickings are slim, <laughs> I do feel it a lot more, mm-hmm. but I'm also a lot less tolerant of bullshit. Yes, and I will <laughs> say that I am, if some shit goes down, I am, um, because I look at it from all perspectives now, mm-hmm. Um. I am more um, stable and more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm more clear on 
being okay with whatever happens. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not devastated over it. I'm not all, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, okay, I can learn to look at it from a perspective intelligently, from an intellectual perspective, and turn the emotion off of it and really just sit down and say, okay, this happened. This happened. This happened. Okay. Why did this happen? Analyze this. What's the lesson? What's the lesson from this? How do I move forward with this? Do I move forward with this person? Um, And then I look at it from all perspectives. I look at it from the perspective of if you were to come in contact with this person again, how would you react? And that right there, because I was going to ask you, how do you decide to heal or not to heal? But that was the wrong question. Because regardless of whether or not the friendship stays intact, you still have to decide to heal. Mm -hmm. Because again, there's a lesson to be learned. Mm -hmm. You went through that for a reason. Mm -hmm. And when you're able to look at things objectively and take take your emotion out of it and say, okay, that was a cycle. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. this has been the death of this this particular cycle. Mm -hmm. Let me be reflective. Let me... Figure out, you know, what role did I play in this? How can I prevent this from happening Because everything, again? like they say, is so true. Things are, everything is for a reason, for a mm-hmm. season, whatever. And I don't give a shit how long you think you're going to know somebody, they're going to be around. Like, things happen. Life you know, happens. life happens. Mm-hmm. I've seen people who have been in friendships and have been in weddings together. I mean, and for, for 20, 30 years and one thing and they not talking anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, you have to decide like, okay, what is the lesson from this so that I can move forward more productively so that in the next situation that I face that may come like this, how do I handle it? Mm-hmm. Do I cuss this person out and go all off on them and blast them all over social media and all that type of stuff? Or do I say, you know what? We've come to the end of this chapter with this. Let me go into my into my shell and look at and look at, you know, how this all went down. You know, because you'll go back and you'll be replaying stuff and you'll be, mm-hmm. you know, I should have said this or I should, you know, you mm. go into your shell and you kind of, you know, extract the information. You extract what it is you need for you to pick yourself up and move the fuck on. And I had to get to that point like, I'm not about to walk around with all this animosity towards this girl because we're not friends anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, if it were meant to be for us to be friends, she would have picked up the phone and been like, okay, hey, let's have a conversation or let's meet or whatever. Because no, the way I look at it from that standpoint of if, I, if I've if i extended myself to you and said, hey, however, if I said something to offend you, I apologize. Let's get together and talk. If you're still not hearing that, then there's nothing else to be said. But then I want to decide, okay, so do I take that and do I hold on to that and be, oh, she just ignored me. She just, uh, and, and hold on to that. Because there's a very good chance I might run into your ass again. And that's cool. I mean, that that's real cool. I, what I'm, what I, 
what I what I do think though is that people uh, there are um, more than a fair amount of people who lack communication skills. Absolutely, <laughs> there are more than a fair amount of people sure. who um, do not fucking black that and that <laughs> you know they do not know how to recognize their ego in things. Absolutely. And yeah. I think that that has caused the demise of many relationships, especially Ego. between, especially connections between women, mm-hmm. because they have not, we have not learned how to recognize, we have, but, you know, just speaking in general. As a collective. As a collective, we have not learned to recognize what ego is. And mm-hmm. when that ego pops the fuck up, you got to check that. Huh? Y'all thought Beyonce was putting y'all some, some shit talking about he got such a big ego. <laughs> big ego is not some good shit. It is have. not a good thing because it prevents <laughs> you from progressing. It does. From it progressing. Does. It does. It prevents you from moving forward. And it's that's what, that it's that monster. ego that keeps you replaying it over and over again. Yep. Then you got to go collect some friends and some co-signers and tell them the story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep, because you got to be proven that you was ego. right. But yeah. when you when you when you finally learn to put that ego behind you, or you learn not use it to your advantage, because how you use it to your advantage is, again, you ask yourself, what what fucking part did I play in this? Right. You know what I'm saying? How how can what about me? What mm-hmm. is it about me that either att- attracted this type of energy, mm-hmm. sustained this type of energy? Because that was I my went, problem. I went I was, over that before. I though, because of my episode. ego. I was sustaining the energy. Mm. I was sustaining the energy and I sustained it for a very, very long time instead of saying, hey, you know what? This shit is broke. It doesn't serve you at all. Mm-hmm. Like, let this shit go mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when I, and I, there was never any one straw that broke the camel's back or anything like that. But once I just was got real with myself and I was like, you know what? That's not your friend. Like you keep trying to make this person your friend and she uh, acts like she's your friend. And I think it's because we shared a lot of commonalities as far as like, you know, our upbringing mm-hmm. and, you know, bringing kids into the world at the same time and stuff like that. Those are the things that I was holding on to. Mm-hmm. But it, at the end of the day, she was a manipulator. She was extremely narcissistic. She was extreme narcissist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, you know, let that shit go or whatever. Ain't, ain't nothing going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this, the world ain't going to fall apart yeah, or whatever. But when it comes, and that's what I mean by, you know, when you decide to make the decision to heal or to not to heal, that's not the question because mm-hmm. you always have to make the decision to heal. Even if that healing is for you. Yep. It's just It's not for, for you. that person all the time. It's. It's, it's, it's honestly, and you know, that goes back to that old saying of forgiveness is for you, it's not for that person. It's not necessarily the forgiveness act, but it's really the self-reflective act that mm-hmm. is for you. Um, we get this thing where we think forgiving people, um, means that we just let people just kind of run, you know, do all what they over, want do to, what they want, and, and we just you know keep what I'm on saying? hoping and wishing they get it together. No. And no, no, no. no, it's that reflective aspect, that reflective time that you take for yourself and you really go within and you say, you examine shit. You like, okay, what do I, what's the benefit of this? Like me and, I'm just going to use the name, me and Tamika Ben Girls, 
for 10 years and whenever Tamika needs something, I'm there. Tamika done got laid off work. I done gave, I done pay her utility bills. I done help put food in her refrigerator. You know, we go out and we have drinks. This is that or whatever. That's my girl. We we get together and do this. And then when you start looking at the shit, you like, I done started a whole business. Tamika ain't said shit, but congratulations. <laughs> she reposted my shit. She reposted no shit. <laughs> I done had a grand opening. Tamika couldn't come. Um, shit. I done, I done had a new product. You know, I, I even had some samples for her to try and tell people about Tamika. It's been sitting on my on my counter for two months. Tamika ain't even came out to pick the shit up. Now you got to really evaluate the shit. You got to really be like, okay, I'm giving Tamika a lot. I've known Tamika since we was in high school. But at the same motherfucking time, like, the dynamics of the relationship have changed. We're not in high school anymore. We are adults. And has she stepped mm-hmm. into the plate as an adult friend? Not my party friend. Not the motherfucker that twerk with me on the couch. That turn up with Turn you. up with, you know, go to the club, go get some... How are the dynamics of our relationship, have they grown as mm-hmm. we've grown as women? Mm-hmm. And if they haven't, if Tamika is okay with me still being the Stacey I was 10 years ago, and she not okay with the one I am now, then we need to reevaluate some shit. Absolutely. So it's just like, you know, you, you have to really start to look at these relationships with other women, you know, like I say, I am a big proponent and a big advocate of especially black women, especially sisters, like we are so vast in strength and in knowledge and so love and, and we magical. are so dope and so <laughs> magical and to oh my see gosh. women build with each other and to love yeah. on each other and to support one another. And sometimes, guess what? When you don't agree, you can still say, okay, I ain't agree with what she doing or what she got no, going on. But at the end of the day, that's a sister. That's one of my, my kinfolk. Mm-hmm. And I want to see them do better. That is like one of the most beautiful things to me. Um, We've been taught so much to not value each other as women. You know, it's this big thing going around about black men not valuing the sisters. The sisters have been taught not to value each other. We have been on attack, been in attack mode for hundreds of years. Yeah, been on the defense. Been on the defense. And yep. so it has caused this where we didn't feel like we couldn't trust each other. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't have relationships with each other. And that's why I hear a lot of sisters would say, oh, well, I don't have friendships with her. I don't do other women. And that would just be like, huh? Like, why? Why? Oh, I don't fuck with other women. I, I don't get along with other women. Why? You are a woman. Why don't you get along with someone who has the same makeup as you and it's not necessarily the fact that they may have something um a different perspective from you but for you to generalize all women relationships like that 
Very toxic. And I also think that it has a lot to do with age and maturity. It's, it's, and those two are not exclusive and one the same mm-hmm. or whatever. But when I was like in my teens, my 20s or whatever, mm-hmm. I heard that quite frequently. Mm-hmm. Other women saying that they, you know, don't fuck with other women mm-hmm. or whatever. But now that, you know, I'm I'm 40, that is a huge red flag to me. If I hear another woman yep. that's of my age, just like in my peer group, yep. talking like that, oh, because I'm just like, you. what's wrong with you? Like, cause that's Nobody my first thought is what the fuck is wrong with you? Like mm-hmm. every woman needs a, cir- a, a sister circle. Yep. Every woman needs, you know, the strength of other women to rely mm-hmm. on and, mm-hmm. and to depend on because we learn, we learn so much from one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to kind of jump back and ask what was interesting to me is that, you know, when do you, when do you know, when, when do you tell somebody that they fucking up? Like, when do you, how do you make that decision? <laughs> because I've had, and I'm, I'm going to um. tell you this, <laughs> I've had, um, have I had a woman friend tell me? Yes, I have. I got checked by my best, my best friend. Shout out to my, to my homie Dion. I always call her the light skinned version of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were roommates in college, mm-hmm. and that's when we first met one another. Mm-hmm. And what was what was crazy was that uh, the college that we went to, they gave people who were living in the dorms, mm-hmm. especially like freshmen. They gave you personality tests along with your college application. Mm -hmm. And they matched us up according to our personality Mm test, which lets y'all know that that science is very, very real. Mm -hmm. Because she that is the only other female I will ever live with besides my mama. And my Mm -hmm. mama is really not on the list. (laughs) But but, uh, there was a time when I did something that was just extremely immature. And she called me and she was just like, bitch what the fuck is wrong with you? I had posted something on Facebook and she was like, take that shit down. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell is wrong with you? Like, we, we too, we too grown for that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I appreciated it. You know, at the time, I didn't want to hear that shit because I was angry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I want, I wanted the world to know what the fuck was on my mind. Mm-hmm. And, but she thought enough for me to be like, you know, bitch, take that shit down. What the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. And in that moment, I heard her and I took it down. Um, but in that moment, I didn't want to hear that shit mm-hmm. or whatever. But I never thought of it in a in a vein of uh, she's who she thinks she talking to. Who the fuck to, she thinks she talking to? Who she thinks she is? No, yeah. because we had we had that type of rapport with one another. Mm-hmm. We had that 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 was our relationship. That is definitely like you know my sister mm-hmm. or whatever, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been times when I've had to say something to my friends, like, come on, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. come on now mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, better. Mm-hmm. Or like you said, you know, we better than this, but I, what I want to know is like, when do you decide to say something? For me, I evaluate the relationship and decide, is this worth me saying something um, to this person? Yeah. You want to evaluate the relationship. I definitely evaluated before. I didn't just blur something out. It was mm-hmm. something that was kind of building over a couple of days of our vacation. Um, and it was just like, okay, I gotta say something because this is this some ratchet ass shit. Mm-hmm. And this is not who I thought we are, like, there's some Mm -hmm. shit we just don't do. And I evaluated the situation, and that's what it took me really, like, it it, it threw me off when she was like, 
because we've had we've had those conversations. I've been. Um, Has she ever know. checked you? About yeah. Something? Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh she wow. She checked me when I was like pissed off at my husband about something, and she like, best friend, chill the fuck out. Like you really. <laughs> You doing too fucking much. Like, uh, yes, yeah. And that was the thing. So it wasn't like it was a one way street. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I'm just your mama and I'm telling you. And it wasn't like that. And that's what really threw me when I was like, okay, well, then that was just something like totally different. That more, was, more than likely jealousy. Yeah. But because yeah. that's what it normally And it wasn't even like, it wasn't like I went off. It was just like, you need to tighten up, like, for real. This shit mm -hmm. right here is not, this ain't cute. It's not mm -hmm. you. It's some gutter-ass shit. Like, you, well, mm -mm. this ain't you. Is there anything, do you think that there are, like, any subjects that are just off limits with talking to your friend about? Is there anything that you I like, used I'm to not think, going to go I used to her. think that, um... People can be funny about their kids. You sure got damn right about that shit. <laughs> funny about their kids. I was, yeah, that that's uh, off limits to me. And uh, um, well, it depends on the situation. If you've involved me and shit with your kid, if you your kid has been on some some ridiculous ass shit, and you called me and been like. Hey, I need some help getting such and such under control. I don't know what the fuck to do. This is that. And I tell you, like. That's what? different though, because the advice is being solicited. Yeah. I'm talking about when do you, when do you say something? Uh, solicited advice. Are there any subjects that are just off limits? I think kids is one of them. I will say marriages, but. I'm not going to say marriages. I just said something to uh, a former friend even about a marriage, say but we're not friends anymore. I'm not going to say kids. You know why? Why? Because from the perspective of, if I'm not telling you how to raise your children, but say, for instance, you and I, we have this kind of relationship to where if there's something going on with your kids and me and you talk and I'm like, well, maybe you should try this or maybe... Me and you have had a conversation where there been some shit with the kids. Right. And I'm like, because how or me, me or you are, and out of respect for you, I want to come to you and talk to right. you about A, B, and C, and D about the kids because I don't want it to... And, and it, it, it was exactly a reflection of that relationship because part of what meant, went on with me and her was some shit with her, with her kids. Mm -hmm. And... Long story short, her kid was being very disrespectful. And I was like, the fuck? Like, why are you letting her act like this? Like, we can't even have a fucking good time because she's acting like a complete fucking brat. And this is not like, when did you be okay with her talking to you like this? When did you be okay? When did you become okay with her talking to elders like this? And that was the stem of the conversation. Now, I'm going to say something to you about it because I'm like, where's to the point where, first of all, you in a room, you crying, you upset, you don't want to do nothing because 
this tumultuous relationship has spilled over into other stuff. And I'm talking to you. I'm like, what's going on? Like, what is this? I'm going to say something to you about my not saying nothing to your kid because that's not my play. No, that's not saying kid. anything to the kid, right? Right. But I'm talking to you because we've had these conversations. That's different. And it wasn't from a, I'm about to check your kid. This. M- <laughs> well, no, okay. So that's different. That's different. You're talking about, you know, she was visibly upset. She was crying, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. This, that, that obviously, you know, I will say this. If you bring something to me about your child, I'm assuming that you're at, unless you tell me, hey, I just need to vent, I need an ear. Right. Or whatever. Right. But if you bring something to me about your child, I'm going to give you my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you right now, if I see where it's just going to be the same pattern repeating over and over I'm going to shut the fuck I'm up. I'm going to shut the fuck up. I'm going to shut the fuck you up. You like that You shit. like that shit so I love it. <laughs> you like that shit. Hey, go ahead. So, you know, you like it, I love it. Um, pretty much everything else is fair game to me. Yeah, I do hear some women who I've actually seen friendships fall apart because, like, you've heard women say, if I see somebody else, if I see her dude out with somebody, I ain't seeing shit because you know how women is. You know, they get mad when you come and say something. I've seen friendships fall apart for stuff like that, and it's like, Mm. I can't be... I don't know, as me as a woman, if you are, you see my mm. dude out somewhere and you say something to me, I, I don't know what I'm getting mad at you for because he's no. the one that was out. So this is my thing, because I get asked that question all the fucking time. And in fact, when I was teaching, my my, my uh, students would ask me that goddamn question. That was actually a journal question. Hmm. Um, These were eighth graders, y'all. These weren't like little children. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was actually a journal question. Like, if you saw your friend's spouse out cheating um would you say something and for the longest i want to say up until maybe like 25 i held the belief like no i'm not gonna say nothing because they're gonna get back together and then i'm gonna be the odd man out now um i will say something i'm definitely saying something for two reasons mm-hmm. one if you my girl i know what it's like for a motherfucker to have you out there, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and making and making you look like a fucking fool, right? Like mm-hmm. a fucking fool. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like to be in a room and everybody knows something about your shit except for, for you. you. Mm-hmm. That is a horrible feeling, mm-hmm. a horrible feeling. So that's one reason why I'm going to say something. The other reason I'm saying something is because I'm not about to be in no fucking weird ass situation where nope. I'm at an event or at your house and your dude is there. And here I know something, and I'm not gonna tell you. Right. Nah, boo. Hey, 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 hey. This is the info. You do what you want with it. Yep. I'm not gonna tell you what to do with it. If you end up staying with this motherfucker, hey, you like it? I love it. Mm-hmm. But just so you know, I know. Right. <laughs> I'm know not contributing saying? to keeping any secrets. I'm not contributing to keeping any secrets. That's not my job as mm-hmm. your friend. Mm-hmm. If if we are friends. Mm-hmm. Um. If we associates, I don't, I don't right? Know. I don't know what the fuck you got going on over there. <laughs> Shit, that could be y'all. That can be y'all. The weekly thing. Go get that hard. The re- hard pass and Man, shit. Y'all let me tell you something. Hey. I ran to that situation too, where y'all it was just like motherfuckers had know. an understanding, and I was the one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, 
Oh, okay. Oh, well, you should have told me. Well, shit. Y'all should have said something. (laughs) Or whatever. But you know I got your back. (laughs) So, uh, this has been a good episode. This has been a real good episode. Um, Always, uh, our mission is to heal. Mm -hmm. Always, our mission is is to, you know, give you some tools to kind of make it easier on yourself. Especially when... Because, uh, you know, we always say we cherish our relationships. I always say I cherish my my connection I have mm-hmm. with other women just because I'm connected to so many dope women. Mm-hmm. Um, and we lift each other up. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I can always say about my circle is that I have people I can learn from. Mm-hmm. I have people that can definitely learn from me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have people I can connect with, I can talk to, mm-hmm. I can lean on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's like the biggest part. For me personally, it's just having connections with people that I know if, um, not necessarily if anything's just going bad, but you know what I'm saying? That, that it's just a genuine connection, it's a genuine whether connection. it's good or we going can celebrate on, it's bad. together. We can celebrate, we can just be. We ain't got to be up under each other all the time. And when we get together, it's like things like we never miss the beat, exactly. And that's what. I love, you know, and I, and that's one of the many reasons why, you know, I love, I cherish our, our relationship mm-hmm. or whatever. We celebrate one another. Mm-hmm. We rejoice with one another, mm-hmm. you know, and when shit go left, oh, whatever, mm-hmm. I know I can call you and get your ear. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And vice versa. And it's not, and it's not a big deal. So mm-hmm. ultimately we want this, we want this, uh, this episode to be about how to maintain your connections with other women Mm -hmm. and even when you find that maintaining it ain't worth it Mm -hmm. that's okay to be you know that's okay too what i I've, i've learned and you know we can all say oh that's not gonna happen to me but i've really learned as i've grown um over the past four years spiritually the same connections that I had five years ago, I don't have today. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you will learn and you will see that as you grow. People are people are really funny. People are okay with you being where they are and sometimes below where they at. But when you exceed that, when you exceed that, you will see a different side of folks Mm -hmm. and we are going through this is why this is the perfect time for this episode because we are going through huge transition shifts shifts and relationships and dynamics are going to change people that you know who you thought rolled for you a certain way or who thought who you thought looked at you in a certain light because you put them in this esteem lighting you may have put them on this pedestal or whatever you are going to see that um it may not be reciprocated Mm -hmm. and so as you are going through a shift to where you are going into a higher you a better you a more fulfilled you a more satisfied you a more um highly conscious you yeah um Everybody ain't going to resonate. Yeah. Yep. Everybody ain't going to resonate with that. That that part right there. I just said it. Mm-hmm. The more you get in touch with your God, God self. self. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 
people will start shedding like motherfucking onion layers. I'm telling you right now. I am telling you right no now. Motherfucking last During- <laughs> You're not comfortable with a nigga spiritual. <laughs> During this time where we've had a, a chance to be still, a lot of people have taken the opportunity to work on themselves. Yes. You yes. know what I'm saying? Work yes. on themselves and to level up. Yeah. And I'm telling y'all right now, we are to watch our words. People are going to show you who they, who they who are, they, who they are, who they true selves <laughs> are, who they uh, are, who they truly are. And you are going to have to shed people. And like my mama and my daddy and my grandma always said, believe who people show you that they are and not what they tell yep. you. When somebody this, shows you who yes, they are, believe them. Believe them. Like Angela. Like, yep, like she said, you know, you are going to, as you are going into your God self, there are things that you are realizing that um, you no longer want to do. You no longer want they to no be longer serve you. No you. longer serves you. Yeah. And yep. some of your close folks going to be looking at you like, who the fuck she thinks she is? And surprisingly, uh, I'm just telling you now, you're going to be surprised. Maybe not necessarily it. shocked, mm-hmm. but you're going to be surprised by who's who's able to stick around yep. for your glow up and who's not. Yep. And what we're telling you right now is like, you know, take the time you need to, to however you need to do is to mourn that relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, our advice is uh, take you three days <laughs> or whatever. And then 72 hours. move the fuck on. Yeah. Or whatever, because where you're going Everybody can't come Go with you. Word. Where you're going. I Word. always talk about so and I'm gonna <laughs> say this and we're gonna wrap the wrap the uh we're gonna wrap the episode up. So, you know, I always talk about, you know, being raised in the church and I never understood that analogy that the road to heaven is uh is is straight and narrow because you know, it's only so many people that can get there in the road, the pathway to hell is wide, okay? Because it's a bunch of people going to hell, right? Now, when you're talking about, when you come into consciousness, you realize heaven really is just being your Christ self, your God self. The highest elevation your of yourself. Your highest elevation of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that narrow road re- represents, yeah, it's not a whole lot of people that can go with you. Man. But if you want to stay stuck on the mundane, if you want to stay stuck on this earthly plane, stay stuck in just the same cycle of bullshit, this matrix. Repeating yes, you have a bunch of people go over with and you. Over and over and over. And that is hell. That is what hell is. Because you're not growing. You're not growing. You're, you're stagnant. Not, you're stagnant. You know, yep. if you have to have, like I say, the yes men around you, the people who are always Misery going to tell you company. right. The people who are always going to be there to party, but when it's time to sit down and work your damn business plan or to do your therapy session yep. or to you know, journal mm-hmm. out, you know, figure out why the hell, you know, you keep getting into these crazy, tumultuous relationships. They're not there. You're going to have to look at that shit and be like, okay, I'm really seeing like what I need to share. And, and trust this. It can be kind of intimidating to let people go in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. can, because you look at it from a perspective of what are people going to think? Yep. And how are other people going to feel? Stop that shit. 
<laughs> but I promise Cut it you, out. when you look at it from the perspective of what's best for you, you Yes. You will cut that shit all the way the fuck out. It is so liberating. And, I, and, and it's not that I am a cut a motherfucker off. Mm-hmm. I'm not that. Because, <laughs> you know, you got them counter people too. They cut right. everybody off. Everybody right. cut off. Everybody cut off. No. I evaluate the situation. I evaluate the relationships. You and I speak about this all the time. I, this is my go-to. She will tell you this is my fucking go-to. I look at the situation, the relationship with the person, and I say, if the circumstances were different, say, for instance, it's a family member or whoever, I would say, if I wasn't, if I didn't have A, B, C, and D connection with you, would I still be okay with having this relationship with you? If my fucking answer is no, it's time to, like, like they say, K-I-M, keep it moving. It's yep. time to keep it moving. And there's nothing wrong with outgrowing people or people outgrowing you. That's Absolutely. the other thing. People They're will seasoned. outgrow there, there are seasonal people. you. And don't yep. take that shit personal because at the end of the day, it's like sometimes letting relationships and people go will catapult you into something completely different that you that you never even imagined. Some a, a whole nother realm of possibilities, of relationships, of networking, of, of newness that you can build, but you didn't know it because you was holding yourself back. Or this relationship or these energies that you were around were keeping you from fulfilling your greatness. It's the same thing like with purging. Yeah. Like when you uh, are sick and something's in your body, that's how making you that's making you feel bad. But the mm-hmm. minute you get it out, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's when you start to feel better, and that's when you can elevate. That's when you can get to your God self. That's mm-hmm. that's the journey to your God self. But you got to unclog that pipe. Yeah. <laughs> and get the crud out. Yeah. And sometimes the people in our life are the crud. And don't fear it. And don't, don't fear, fear it. it. Stop fearing change. Stop Quit fearing connecting change. to people. In situations out of um, familiarity and comfort. Uh, and longevity. Because a lot of people you, won't cut yeah. folks off because, you know, we've been in this thing for a minute or whatever. Fuck that. I mean, there's there, there's times where, you know, you meet people, you know, you haven't known them that long, but they add to your life so much. So longevity really ain't got nothing to do with it. DNA ain't got a goddamn thing mm-hmm. to do with it. Or whatever. Start evaluating things for what it is. Mm -hmm. But this has been a great episode of Girlfriend's Couch. We appreciate y'all hanging in here with us. Make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. Share, share, (laughs) share. Make sure you talk back to us. (laughs) Make sure you... And you know what? Let me tell y'all something. We ran a contest that we wanted to buy y'all lunch. God damn it. And nobody, nobody... Uh, reshared the post. Reshared the post. What is up with that? We trying to give away money. Right. And <laughs> nobody reshared the post. So I tell you what, we're going to do it again. We're going to so do it again. Pay attention to the page. Follow Interact. us. Follow us. Ask tell your friends so y'all couch. can win some money. Yeah, so y'all can win some money. We trying to give away money. I Come say, on. Yes. But we appreciate you. We love you for real. And we'll see you next time on the couch. Ashe. Ashe. Gratitude for listening. Make sure that you like, share, 
and subscribe to the Girlfriend's Couch podcast. And thank you for following us on Instagram at the Girlfriend's Couch. Until next time, when we see you on the couch.